Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 70th episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor podcast with your host, Ben and Leon. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, how um, the government and the senators specifically uh, very recently, I believe just last week, um, voted to uh, continue warrantless government surveillance of Americans' internet browsing history. So once again, thank you so much uh, for tuning in. I think this is a great place to wrap up um, this episode. So um, once again, follow us on Facebook if you haven't done so already, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We even have a, a website where we write articles. Ashley and I have written a few articles already, some really interesting ones, might I add. Um, so go ahead, check out all of our social media, follow us all, everywhere. You can find us at the Oligarchy Disruptor Podcast um, and use a handle if that's appropriate for whatever you're using as well. So once again, we'll leave it here. Thanks guys for tuning in and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks guys. Uh, for those of you that are aware of what happened, you know that this is an absolute intervention into the people's lives. Uh, looking into um, the thoughts, the very thoughts of the American people by looking at their search history, that's what they're kind of looking at. Um, and they're going to get that without a warrant um, for everybody. So it's really frustrating, especially because um, only four senators did not even vote at all. So they did not have their voice heard when it came when it comes to this vote. And then we know at least two of those people, um, well, one for sure was gonna vote yes. And then another one, uh, the first one was Lamar Alexander. The second one was um, Bernie Sanders that could have possibly said yes. We imagine he would have, if he was there, like we would all like to think that, right? Um, but the fact of the matter is that he, was one of the four senators that did not appear. And we'll look into the, the, the people that said yay, nay, and the people that didn't show up, uh, the other two at least that we didn't mention. So let's go ahead and uh, start with this clip that we have of Senator Ronald Wyden, which is one of the um, very few that opposed this, um, uh, this intervention into people's lives. Uh, he, was actually a proponent of an amendment that would secure the, um, or that would preserve the, the privacy rights of Americans. So let's go ahead and see what he has to say. Uh, I thought this was a really profound part of his uh, speech here that he kind of gave in the Senate talking about this very issue. So I hope we enjoy. But the irony is, and I say this to my colleagues because of this unique time, the irony is now that Americans have been asked to stay home and not move around so as to help our country fight this unprecedented contagion. They are more vulnerable to abusive surveillance than ever before. I think that's wrong. People today, whether they're in North Dakota, Washington State, Montana, Oregon, any of our home states, people are at home and they're living their lives online. 
Now more than ever, I would say to senators of both political parties, because I've long felt that these issues were fundamental, fundamental to ensuring that we prove, as I stated earlier, that liberty and security aren't mutually exclusive. The smart policies give you both. The not so smart policies don't give you either. During this pandemic, Americans deserve assurances that the government isn't spying on them as their home, where they think they're going to have some measure of privacy. I think uh, the senator brings up a great point in saying that how these people look at your data and your information is not only a massive invasion of privacy, but it's just wrong on a fundamental level, which is what he was kind of talking about there. Like, this is something that we should just common sense, like all agree on that, like companies shouldn't do this. Like in Europe, they don't have to deal with this kind of shit. Uh, in Germany, I guess they have a better deal as well, which is once again part of Europe. So um, we need to do not what has worked in the past, but what is best for us, you know? They're uh, not just because something works, or in this case, it doesn't even work at all, um, but it needs to do better. We need to uh, improve on the systems that we have and move forward as a country, which is something that we just don't do. Uh, we don't work together. It's complete gridlock. Um, the USA is going down fast. Like it, it, It's really kind of hard to kind of put into words, but uh, let's let the senator continue his speech. And probably until they heard this debate, didn't know the government could spy on them at home as they move around the internet. And he brings up another great point. Like most Americans aren't aware um, of the reality that the government, the FBI, these government agencies all are looking at our data, they're listening to our phone calls, like and then they're voting for it. Like these senators are voting for these same measures uh, that are doing these things. And we'll look into that list uh, of the yeas and nays. Um, um, but you'll, you'll get a, a really deep understanding that the amount of time that people are spending online is way more, especially during this time of the pandemic. Um, so these guys are completely disconnected from reality uh, and that is more so evident in this vote than anything else. Um, I'm going to guess that the majority of these people either uh, are trying to please their corporate donors or they are disconnected from reality like I said or both. Um, so these are people that don't understand the importance of data protection uh, and these privacy protection. But then again, these are also the same people. The problem is that these are the same people that will preach about liberty, the pursuit of happiness, like all this kind of shit, which is bullshit. Bullshit, might I add. So uh, let's continue to hear what um, Senator Wyden has to say. Americans deserve to know at this unique time that the government is not engaged in digital tracking of their personal lives. The warrantless collection of Americans' web browsing history offers endless opportunities for abuse. Donald Trump has called for investigations of his political enemies. Attorney General Barr has injected himself into investigations 
that affect the personal or political interests of Donald Trump. All it would take is for some innocent American's web browsing history to be deemed relevant to an investigation and the government's off to the races, collecting all of that personal information. And then it wouldn't even matter whether that web browsing history had anything to do with the original goal of the investigation. I'm just gonna look something up really fast just because it came up uh, in my head um, to see, I was curious to see how much data the government has on this. Uh, I'm gonna see what I can find on a quick Google search. So give me just one second. Alrighty guys, so let's go ahead and check out uh, that link that I found or the article that I found by the New York Times in May of 2018, just two short years ago. Uh, this is an article that kind of covers the data collection from government agencies like the National Security Agency, which is the what the NSA there stands for. Uh, so here, as here you can see from the very beginning now that the NSA vacuumed up more than 534 million records of phone calls text messages, um, et cetera, from American telecommunications providers like AT&T and Verizon last year, um, which would be 2017 then. Uh, more than three times what it collected in 2016, a new report revealed uh, that Friday. So really interesting uh, to kind of look back. I wonder how it is now. I kind of don't even want to know, to be honest with you, um, just because of how bleak the situation is. If it went that sky high in that short of time, I don't even want to imagine now. Uh, so this is another article um, by Vox. It kind of goes over uh, the gist of what happened uh, last week um, regarding, of course, the Senate vote. So Basically, what happened was that the Senate held this vote on Wednesday um, to to vote not to not to protect Americans' internet browsing and search history uh, data from secret and warrantless surveillance by law enforcement. The measure needed 60 votes to pass. It got 59. The outcome is especially frustrating since four senators didn't show um, to vote on the amendment at all and at least one of those would have voted yes like i mentioned earlier which uh, his name was lamar alexander um and he couldn't vote because he is quarantined right now uh, two others senator ben sass and senator bernie sanders didn't respond to requests for comment on where they were where they were during the vote so that is very interesting and bernie and ben you are fucking shady bitches, bro, and I see through you. Uh, so let's see what's going on. I wonder why they don't want to be transparent, especially Bernie Sanders, like the leader of the progressive movement, supposedly. Like, why are you hiding? An aide told Political that Patty Murray would have voted yes had she been here, had she been there with the senator, was not in Washington, D.C. when the vote occurred. In the end, the results didn't come down to party. They were, there were plenty of Republican and Democratic votes on both sides, but attendance. So uh, that's really notable. I feel like for you, uh, for the audience to kind of 
interpret and be aware of is how this is not like a Republican or a Democratic issue, you know? This is uh, an issue of the entire political establishment, you know, because like we just found out, both of them were involved. Both political uh, parties were uh, engaged in this and voted uh, yay in favor of this. And you'll look at, we'll see that in just a moment. So let's go ahead and take a look at that. I think it's a great point to kind of, um, to look at right here. So uh, here is the, uh, as you can see from the senate.gov website direct from there, uh, we put, we grouped it by their position. So in the top here, we have the yays and in the bottom, we have the nays. Okay, uh, and then of course, uh, we have those four senators who did not let their voice get heard, aka did not vote for whatever reason. Um, so the yeas, uh, some really notable names. We got Michael Bennett, uh, former presidential candidate this uh, 2020 cycle, uh, Blumenthal, Cory Booker, another presidential candidate. Uh, let's see, going down, Ted Cruz, of course, um, Dick Durbin, my senator, or uh, Ashley and I senator in Illinois. Uh, really kind of disturbing there, but no surprise, him kind of towing the line. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, Gillibrand, even a Senator uh, Kamala Harris. Like they're all in on like, this is what you guys got to see, Murkowski. You got to see this, guys. So like, that's awesome. Like these guys are doing, even Rand Paul stood up for this libertarian. So like, that's a great thing. Uh, voting for this amendment, uh, an amazing, an amazing way to go up. Even Patrick Leahy, another one, John Tester voted in favor of the amendment. So I couldn't put, I couldn't put it there. Ooh, the wrong, okay. So let's get to the name. So these are the people that uh, when uh, for the amendment, they were saying that they did not want this. It's not a good idea. Senator Lindsey Graham, no surprise, you piece of shit. Uh, Mitt Romney, that's, one, that act, that's actually kind of surprising. I thought he would uh, honestly vote in favor of the amendment, but I have been wrong before and I'm sure I'm gonna be wrong again. Um, Marco Rubio, um, that one could have been a little different if he maybe had a conscience. Um, McConnell, all you gotta do is vote with McConnell and you're just like, okay, yeah, this dude's fucked. Um, Feinstein, bitch just got fucking uh, her shit rocked uh, from selling off her stocks. So she's getting looked at uh, very intensely right now, um, but really interesting. Well, let's go and check out that next voting block, which is the people that did not vote at all. So this is Senator Lamar Alexander, uh, Pat, uh, Patrick Mur uh, Patty Murray, Senator Bernie Sanders, and Ben Sass, like we saw. So these four, uh, and of course, very notable um, leader of the progressive movement and uh, a staunch supporter of the working class or whatever, or at least supposed to be, uh, the dude didn't even want to show up. And then worse off, he didn't want to comment on where he was during that so i hate to say it but it looks shady you know um 
let's move on to this next uh, article um, that I had pulled up. Uh, I had pulled this up on the last episode um, that I was talking about uh, Michael Flynn. It's a great episode. Go ahead and watch that if you haven't done so. Uh, it kind of relates back to this, which is why I bring it back up. So this resource is from the ACLU, this graphic that we're looking at here. Um, and they're basically talking about the surveillance under the Patriot Act. And some of the statistics that kind of go along with that and some explanations, brief explanations of uh, what kind of uh, letters and ways of being that the system kind of uses to uh, spy on people, um, including, of course, mostly our own citizens uh, at, our, at our expense, right? So, um, what would you know it? Uh, Senator Ron Wyden standing up again and saying, quote, I want to deliver a warning when the American people find out how the government has secretly interpreted the Patriot Act, they will be stunned and they will be angry. And he voted uh, in favor of an amendment that would conserve the privacy, uh, preserve the privacy of Americans this time around again. Um, but it seemed that uh, the evil prevailed again, and we are still going to get watched. And the sad reality is a few senators that could have would have voted for this amendment didn't do so, uh, including people that were extremely capable of doing so, like Ben Sass and Bernie Sanders that just did not want to comment on where they were, which is shady as fuck for the third time. I don't get it. I'm going to say it every time. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm going I'm to patty like that. So um, let's look at this really interesting graphic. So the FBI, between 2003 and 2006, uh, the FBI issued 192,499 national security letters. And if you don't know what a national security letter is, uh, you can look right over here. Uh, they're issued, uh, those are letters are issued by FBI agents without a judge's approval to obtain personal information. So with this letter, they are able to get your phone records, your computer records, credit history, banking history. But the reason why I bring that up is because using these letters, um, they got almost, they issued almost 200,000 of those letters, which led to only one terror-related conviction. And if you're familiar with the Patriot Act, this is like the main way, uh, like its main objective. And that's what a lot of people think that the Patriot Act is for, which is why they call it a Patriot Act, right? Um, but they uh, oftentimes use this uh, in times of crisis like this to kind of um, take advantage of the situation uh, like they did in 2011 with the Patriot Act uh, for Americans to give up their, their um, rights more willingly. And they take advantage of these situations like the one we're presently in with the coronavirus pandemic and trying to address that. Um, and they're taking advantage of, uh, not only is corporate America taking advantage of us, but our own government is as well. Um, the, the sad reality is that this shit is rigged against us and um, more people need to be aware of what's going on in um, our country in, um, in more ways than one, you know what I'm saying? Like there, are more ways to um, to be than just your physical self. There is your 
uh, internet self, there is your metaphysical self, and if you want to get like that kind of uh, spiritual and stuff like that. But uh, the same remains true. You have information out there that is yours. Like that's the point. Like this is your data, your information. And the reason why Google and Facebook and all of these internet companies are rich is because they sell our data. That's why. They have little jars of us, you know, like, uh, okay, here's Bennett and he's worth X amount because he uses uh, Facebook and blah, 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 blah. Um, and they put up the price sticker and then they sell to the advertisers who, uh, who need that information to give us the products, just to sell the products to us on uh, social media, K, Facebook, or uh, Twitter, or YouTube, or whatever the fuck it may be. Um, so that's the kind of price that we had to pay um, all those years ago, you know, when uh, the internet started popping up and then things weren't free, people weren't downloading anything, and then websites and services started to become free uh, with the exception of uh, using advertising to pay for their uh, platforms. Uh, lo and behold, this is the end result of that. Um, the end result being that they are using this information that they're learning about us. Um, like the addition of like, for example, on Facebook where the addition of like the emojis, right? Where you can react, you can not only like, you can um, you can love, you can do a wow or whatever, but using all those different types of, um, like reactions gives them more information about you. So that's why they do it. You know, like it's not for, not for no reason. Like they do it so that they can get more information out of us to learn more about us so that they can sell more and be more effective for their advertisers. That's the honest truth. So um, when issues and events like uh, what happened very recently, like last week with this Senate vote that senators that would have voted yes um, sh should have fucking gone. And if they didn't have a good excuse, like some of the other ones didn't have any good excuse, like one of them was quarantined, I get that. Like you probably shouldn't be around anyone, bro, to be honest. Um, the other one, uh, I totally forgot, but it, I, I'm pretty sure it sounded reasonable as well. Uh, the other two had no excuse, which is Senator Ben Sass and Senator Bernie Sanders. And as much as I have like a personal connection to Bernie Sanders, and once again, he is a leader of the progressive movement, I owe no loyalty to any candidate in particular. So because of that, I think it's really important to voice the facts and the honest truth of what happened uh very recently so that more americans are aware of the invasion the massive invasion of privacy that we are still undergoing everyone knows on a fundamental level that the government is watching us that um, the system is rigged that politicians are corrupt uh etc etc right the only problem is that most americans even knowing that information don't care enough to change it, think that uh, even if you participate to vote that uh, nothing will happen. And because of the years and decades and decades and decades of not voting and not caring, 
has led to a critical moment in our nation's history where um, even a, a virus that we should have been prepared for, like Corona, um, has managed to bring the most powerful, most rich country in the history of the world um, to its knees and to a grinding halt. They, uh, they wiped away, I, I believe, like 14% of our economy or something like that. I, I'm pretty sure it's reading something like that. And um, that just goes to show that we need to uh, work together to fundamentally change the system to benefit the majority of the people. Because the way that things are now, it is only serving a few people. Only a few people are benefiting out of this. And you were seeing the headlines, you were reading the articles about how Jeff Bezos uh, has raised his wealth by like $30 billion during the uh, coronavirus pandemic. Like they are the wealthy and the top 1% are the only ones that seem to be profiting during this time. Uh, while at the same time, a majority of Americans, not a majority, I should say, um, but over 35 million Americans don't have jobs right now, um, are living uh, scared, um, seeing how they're gonna pay their food, uh, pay for their, uh, for their bills, their rent, their utilities, their water, you name it. Um, they're scared, they're worried, and it, to no fault of their own because the government is the one telling them that they need to stay home. So we need to do what's right. We need to stand up for the people. We need to give them UBI. We need to make our system move faster. We need to be honest and transparent about our vote and not want roll call votes. And we need to uh, just have common fucking sense. Like this is just not, uh, it's not working out, guys. Like, this is not cool. Um, so as you can see, like, I'm a little passionate about it, but that's because when you're aware of the situation and, like, how everything, not necessarily, like, the background situation, like, of course, I don't know the inner workings of the Senate and, like, their dealings or whatever, but it's apparent that the majority of the people that represent us in Congress don't give a fuck about us that is a given and more people need to recognize that more people need to be aware 